Yo, yo, yo. Damn, I can hear you. Everything sounded good on my end. Microphone sound cool. You all in the earphones. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Black hospitality, man. We on. We on. That's right. <clears throat> What's today's topic, man? I mean, we gotta let we gotta let the people know, man. What you think about the black hospitality? You know how we coming, allowing people to understand. You know, we some generous young cats, letting them know that we, I mean, we young and educated, bro. We allow anybody who own in the podcast game, any listener, cause to tap in with us, and we got the hospitality that everybody you know looking for. Very manful young man, and we coming with the game for him, bro. Big game. You want to start off by um, introducing ourselves? Oh, yeah, go ahead, bro. All right. So, um, I'm Corey. Uh, I'm a finance major. I go to the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Um, I live in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm originally from Clarence, Alabama. Um, In my free time, I enjoy riding bikes and reading every now and uh, and again. And... um, just a cool laid back cat, you know. Try to stay out of trouble, try to stay out of drama, stay to myself and just, you know, have my business. For sure that man would uh was one of your favorite things, said on one of your favorite things to be out there doing in Alabama, man. Uh if you saying if someone was to visit Alabama or something they should do. Yeah, like somebody wanted to come if I you know me, I ain't been to Alabama yet, so you know, if I wanted to come down there you know, find something to do. Is it like any tourists, touring type um, thing? Honestly, I don't, I don't, it's my personal opinion. I don't think Alabama is like a, a tourist type of um, state, but I guess if I have to say one thing, um, if you're ever in Alabama during football season, go check out, uh, University of Alabama campus, you know, on game day, see what the atmosphere is like. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like uh Nick Saban brought the heat when you talking about just the atmosphere of Alabama, cause when people talk about Alabama, you automatically think of Nick Saban the one to go see one of them games just because yeah. everybody know the atmosphere go crazy. Right. Yeah. But uh I'm gonna introduce yeah, my bro. oh yeah. Man, Prince Ahim, man, Ahim man originated from God from St. Louis. Started the podcast, man. Black hospitality with my homie Corey out Corian, man. And uh, you know, one thing about St. Louis, just a different type of environment. You know, we do a lot of community outreach, me and Corey and some of our other friends, and we just be tapped in, man. Love to read, love to get back to the community, love the kids. She just love being all all around, man. Trying to become better every day at this thing we call life for sure. So man, what's the what's the move for today, man? What we on today? Uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I thought you had the topic for it, but ah, man. All right, all right, man. So since y'all know this black hospitality, the podcast, man, let's get into some things that you feel like is a given, bro. Like, what's something that somebody come to your house or you go to somebody's house that you kind of, you know, would expect or what? 
you know, the, the manifold person that you is, what you already doing walking into somebody's career. You got to speak, man. You got to acknowledge, uh, you know, whoever's in the vicinity. And, uh, you know, give a warm welcome. And whether it's them coming to your house or you going to theirs, you got to speak. I, especially being from the South, you know. I don't know how a lot of other regions do it, but just, you know, being from the South, you got to speak. For sure. On me. Because I show, man, it be hella weird when you just go into a place. And like let's say, you know, you got a cousin, they bring their girlfriend in, and she just, you ever, you ever had that, bro? Like, they be hella awkward. Like, if you just don't talk when you into a room, it's hella awkward. Like, why you ain't speaking? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 I don't, you know, actually, let me stop. I, I've not spoken, like, one time in my life, I think. And it caused some tension, so. Yeah, it was a, it was a situation that occurred. I didn't speak one time, and that kind of blew uh blew uh blew a fuse. So you know, but yeah, I done been in that situation before. Oh yeah, that awkward moment of silence, bro. I done been in a hell of situation where mugs was just coming to a room and don't speak, and it's like, damn, you can't speak. I kind of feel like, especially being where we at. You know, that's just one of the things. And then especially how you grow up, it's like you into room, you got to speak. So if you don't speak, goddamn, it's seeming like something probably wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mm -hmm. must, it must yeah. be some tension built up. Even though I don't know you, it's like you can't be going through something that bad where you can't just say, hey, I, how everybody doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. So sure. I, I feel like hospitality gets you a long way, man. Especially going into yeah. your girl crib, any anything, man. You going into a, a stadium, or you see people, janitors, anybody treating everybody kind of with some some respect. Anything that's like a a domain for us, bro. We kind of gotta have the hospitality, like even at being at school, bro. Like with me being in my little crib in the townhouse, you know, you come here, you know, gotta make sure you food, you know, supplying certain things. Yeah. Man, you go to somebody's house and they ain't got no food, man. Is that is that a part of hospitality, bro? Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it it would be hospitable, you know what I'm saying? If somebody ain't, if somebody hasn't eaten, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to, to offer, but I just leave it at that. Yeah, it's hospitable. I I, I believe it's hospitable. Hey, bro, how you ever even been in one of those situations? Like, I ain't gonna lie, my people, my people's called me out one time when I was younger, cause I used to have my my partner used to come over and shit, and uh, <laughs> niggas used to straight snack up all the food, and your people's down tell you to like, well, my people didn't tell me they're like, why the why the fuck you let all why you let them eat all your food, you know what I'm saying, all the noodles and shit, like letting them come to your house eating all your damn food and shit like that. Uh -huh. So I went through that. Nah, shit, nigga, just to be young, we just be eating all type of shit. Because we had, in my, my old career, we had like a freezer. We had a deep freezer. So the, all the real food be in the deep freezer, you know, the little shit be in the oh, freezer. So, yeah. <laughs> so when motherfuckers came up and spent the night and shit, boy, and they ate all that food, football players and shit, parents be hella mad, letting all your damn friends eat our food. You got to go to their house. They can't come over here. 
That's funny, man. It, nah, I mean, we like when I was coming up, we had I had a few friends that would spend the night with me, but I stay out in the country, like when you know, what I'm saying just kids everywhere. So right, and when you know that 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 that's a actually you know now that we talking about like my family in general, really like hospitable people as far as um doing and giving you know to some that are unfortunate. I think we got a pretty good, you know, record when it comes to stuff like that. So I think that's where I get it from. Which mean like taking people under your wing or like the uh, I, I just supplying oh, the okay. less fortunate, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, my David. I thought you. I thought you was basically saying like you know on some adoption type. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. Kind of, sort of that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, man, that's uh, that's very uh, honorable, though. Like, for anybody who can, like, you know what I'm saying, take in somebody who, you know, somebody who kind of not of their own and make them their own. That's why family ain't blood. Because, honestly, bro, because you can make anybody family, like, you family now, shit, we just friends, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's one of those things, like, yeah. when you speaking of family, I mean, when you talking about family, family, like, I mean, the terminology would be, you know, same genes or whatnot, but when you speaking society family, as in, like, just regular terminology amongst each other, like, shit, your friends become family, your family become distant, because honestly... Blood don't make you, you know what I'm saying? Nah, don't. Don't. Really don't. Just because you from somewhere don't mean you a part of it, goddamn. Because, because man, you think about it, bro. Like that's that's very honorable. Because my old t, my old uh principal, and she uh, and it be the thing when you do adopt the children, though. Uh, it kind of I think it's that grace period where they can come get the child again. Like uh yeah. yeah for that moment and then just even knowing that what the children go through in that situation like it just depends they could be of age and not be of age but just to have that whole bouncing from house to house thing or if your parents do want them back stuff like that could be pretty crazy. Yeah, I imagine it, honestly. But um, well, we kind of trying to figure out man like some interesting topics man. Um, man, when people tap in, man, they gonna know what the hospitality is. But I mean, man, anybody that's out there who uh, man, if you do go through the uh, foster care, I mean, stay strong. You know, people do care for you just because they ain't, you know, originally your biological parents or biological, you know, anything, man. Like it's still, it's still fam, and it's and it's still a home for everybody. So most definitely, it's all love this way, man. Hey, that's what I I be on that type of time if I got old enough though. I don't know, maybe, 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 maybe if I got old enough and I ain't had no kids yet, possibly, mm-hmm. possibly. Good Man, hey man, Korea, get you a microphone, bro. Yeah, 
sound bad. Nah, you sound cool. I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna, we gonna, they gonna know, they gonna know. It's gonna make it official. Yeah, it's gonna make it official. When you get, man, you get the microphone, man. You turn the headphones on. You on the computer, man. You just chilling in the room. It's gonna make you be on some real, some real OG, smooth, cool, like hop on. Cause I feel, I feel, I feel official right now, bro. They can feel official, man. Oh, yeah, bro. Get this and be hella consistent with it, too. And then just start sending it out to people. You know, get a little Instagram going, possibly, man. Get us some pictures on there. Tell people to tap in. Do some little, you know. Then we got to get to the point where we actually showing the people our face, though, too. So, but you know, that's yeah. that's down the line. That's down the line. Yeah. <sighs> so, bro, Alabama, like, how you ever went, like? So it's country. So, it's, so when you thinking, when I'm thinking of country, but mm-hmm. woods and all. Wood, yeah, it's wood. <laughs> in some in certain areas, we got woods. Is um I don't live like I said I'm from Clan 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 is like um just you got flatland you got woods you got uh, projects you got suburbs like you know it's not a big city but um it's decent in size I guess and then uh that's where I'm originally from Birmingham um. It's the city. It, it, you would think of St. Louis when you think of Birmingham. Okay. Like, as far as, you know, urban being ur- in urban areas. So, uh, yeah, you got a few colleges in Birmingham. You got a few teams. Um, you know. What, uh, Birmingham is like a, a miniature Atlanta, I guess. What, uh, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, what, what animals out there roaming around, though? Cause shit, you know, in Arizona, motherfucker got coyotes popping out and shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got deer, um, raccoons, possums. Uh, I'm thinking like birds and shit. I'm talking like, I'm talking like rattlesnakes, birds, motherfucking. Uh, fucking uh, who the who the dude who had all the animals on the TV show? Damn. Well, <laughs> fuck, Alabama Tiger King got. T- <laughs> that nigga, nah, I ain't like that. Big Corey Alabama Tiger King. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> niggas out there, niggas out there having a war on animals, just putting them into the community and shit. <laughs> Fuck, dude, hell fuck. Hey, well, how, how crazy that shit is, man. You get to watch Snowfall, bro. No, I still don't. Uh, see, I'm playing. I, I'm gonna watch it tonight, bro. When we get that. Hey, listen, this man. Tell this I'm man. Start, I'm gonna start tonight. Tell this man. Tap in, man. They out there talking about the war on drugs. I was just gonna ask you about a question about the war on drugs, man. How this shit so crazy? How them folks just. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's like it's like me being an undercover and I give you a brick to sell 
and then you go sell the brick, and then I bust you for it. <laughs> like, you gave it to me. <laughs> like that shit, man. That shit crazy, man. What was the question you get ready to ask? No, I was just I don't know what I was say. No, I was just I was just just the question of like how crazy is that shit? Like to put something, yeah. You basically to set somebody up. Like that's that's yeah. that's, that's, that's foul, bro. Yeah, they do it nowadays, you know. Setting you up to fail, bro. Like, who the fuck goes out of their way to set you up to fail? Like, some shit like that, bro. That's like a coach making you running back when he know you ain't got no damn line. Ain't <laughs> 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 gonna talk about you can rush for three thousand yards, Look, eh. man. Yeah, chance that I'm like right, bro. So. The chances of me being successful and doing this shit is very much unlikely of getting out of this to to gain back the opportunity. Like you doing some shit and keeping tabs of it, but you giving it to me like what type of some right. real setup artistic shit, huh? Yeah. Shit crazy, bro. Money ain't what ask me would I be honest or broke. Or corrupt? Did you ask me that? You asked me that, did you? No, nah, I remember you asked oh. me. <laughs> Actually, we talked about it. Or, or, or not ask me, but I, I think uh, mentioned it. We talked about it. I just said that. Yeah, so I, it was the thing that I, I think somebody asked me, would I want to be uh, honest and broke or rich and corrupt? And I want to be honest and broke because when you – Cause you even thinking about it now, bro. Like, really, even with this social media shit, bro. What is? It's the thing of attention and money is a, a corrupt thing. Cause, bro, you got people doing the dumbest shit just for attention and money from off what they doing, bro. So it seems as it's so easy to sell your soul, bro. So high, is, high, is just so easy to. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, God. I ain't gonna lie, I think the biggest example of that right now is uh that boy Takashi six nine. He gonna really end up getting hurt. Man, I know. <laughs> like he's playing, he's playing around. Like, I'm just being honest. That man is playing, he's playing with fire. And he tend to get burnt, so you know. But love to the dude. Pray he, you know, get on the right track. Man, that boy is an informant. I feel like you're in a forming, bro. You're not, it's impossible to do the things that you're doing and be able to. Bro, I feel, yes, I, that's why people don't mess with him because I feel like, I feel like he put her, I feel like he the war on drugs. <laughs> okay. Put that in uh, layman's terms. I feel, I feel like he, in a, I feel like he the war on drugs. I feel like he put back into the community in front of your face. Goddamn me, take the opportunity to take me out. I'm gonna do all this crazy shit. I'm gonna present. No, he presented himself to, you know, some of the people that he know that don't like him just to get a reaction out of them, just to get their ass booked, bro. Especially the people who we know can get booked in a quickie. Pooh, Meek, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he is the definition of the. Hey, that's our new terminology for niggas who present themselves like informants. Nigga used the war on drugs. 
You are presenting yourself to get me in trouble. Right. It's the same thing, essentially, man. Bro. Unbelievable, bro. That shit, man. Couldn't even. Damn, bro. It just... It be crazy because money just... I don't know. That's why I never kind of been a person that kind of solely focuses on money. Because money is a corrupt thing, bro. Money could take down down or anything, bro. Yeah, it can. I Took the best leaders down, bro. Or it created a a sense of enviness. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, what's another word I could use? Jealousy, I guess, you know, it's the same thing, but it just created that spirit. And um, it definitely presented itself in the individuals who, you know, took those powerful people out. Facts. Malcolm. Elijah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a hard thing out here, man, when you become too hefty in a in the in the in the bag, people want to take you out. Only be your own people, man. And we all know. Them. Yeah, we all know the saying. Be your own people. Every 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 scam folk and can folk, but at the same time, it's just like, and it just be it just be the it be the heart though, bro. It's be it's the, it's the heart that that uh that puts you in these certain positions. I mean, it'd be the, you know what I'm saying? It'd be the heart that'd uh, be like, man, I want to do for such and such. And then you would just never know because your heart's so strong. You have that willpower to want to do right. You know what I'm saying? And the best by your people and be the same ones in the midst yeah. of you, in front of you, deceiving you, being false prophets. God damn me. Yeah. Cool world, man. But that's how this game go. Man, that's why... Man, it's gotta, especially, but you gotta be gifted with that discernment too, though. But I feel like when, even when they get out of your control, like even you talking about our leaders, bro, like they got overly populated in a sense of congregation. So it was just one of those things, bro. Like you couldn't keep track of everyone who's in the midst of you because actually you're trying to grow yourself in your congregation to get more people along with the movement. But so many people that's in the midst of the movement are really not with you, but you just can't detect that because it's just too, you know what I'm saying? It, it's yeah. too many people. Right. It sounds like you're speaking to, um, to yeah, back. yeah, I know, man. That's my dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's my yeah. dude, man. Uh, Pete Malcolm X, man. Well, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just speaking to Malcolm X, bro, like, I don't know, bro. When I think about Malcolm X, bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I think I said this before. That's the only nigga I'd be a bodyguard for, cuz, cuz. I ain't too many niggas I'm sticking up for, I heard, cuz. It was just, bro, like, when I be listening to his speeches and shit, just the speeches, bro, just, it, the dude is so intellectually cold, bro. It's like, it just is, it's crazy, bro. Like, that's how I, I want to gain myself to be where I can enter a room, sit down with some people. And they'd be like, man, in that back of the head, like, damn, this this motherfucker's smart. This motherfucker's smart as fuck. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, uh, being 
you know, outside of the um, Muslim religion, like being educated, you know, in that stance by, you know, his mentor when he was in prison. Other than that, you know, being self-educated. I think that's impressive when you look at I think he became so educated. This what made him go outside his religion, though. When he seen it was, when he seen it was so much bigger than just associating yourself in one area, and then he just, you know, what I'm saying, it, yeah, it, definitely, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah, like definitely. when you gain so much education, like he said, bro, when you gain so much education, though, like you start to, you know, you you start to feel for other black people. Like it's not so like when I was growing up, bro, it was basically like. Uh, my homie died. I'm on your ass. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those things. Like it was with somebody I was associated with. Right. Now we're reading and becoming educated more, and keep reading and reading all these books. Now yeah. every black person I'm associating myself with. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, versus and um, no, I'm just saying versus just one person. Now I feel for everybody. Right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to think of a, a saying I heard, but it pretty much is like, you know, reading and educating yourself can, it can make you see the world differently, you know, not just based off what you see physically, but, you know what I'm saying, if you're reading a book and it's talking about the, uh, it's talking about a castle in Germany, you know, from the ninth century, you know what I'm saying? You can image, you know, you mm-hmm. use that imagery and just like put yourself there. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, you know, I think that's the beautiful thing about becoming educated, becoming more educated because uh, it diversifies itself. I agree, bro. You know, it was kind of funny too, though, like even in psychology, where it, uh, it's, it's hella crazy because. Our memories could be false as fuck too. Cause think about this, bro. Think about the time you went out of town. Mm-hmm. See, when you when you go out of town, cause it, it was this study, bro. It was, uh, it was saying when you go out of town and you look back, some people, most people who went out of town, you know how you know we say, man, I want to go back to Florida. I want to go back to such such somewhere that we went, and you just and it's that it seemed like it's always that good moment. So the over the generalization of you when you went out of town was seen as a good moment versus what it really was within that moment. Like, nigga, see, I, see me, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So, oh, see, I ain't... Yeah. Go. I no, I was just gonna say, because when I went to Miami about two years ago, when I went with Dre and them, but damn, that was two years ago. It was crazy. I don't know. I, I, I was heated. But when I when I look back, yeah. like, now, like, damn, I miss Miami. That shit was hella fun, but in the moment, nigga, I was heated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the prime example is uh, when I came out there to Phoenix, bro. Like, we was out there. Like, um, I was taking, I was taking care of business as far as bills and stuff, you know, rent and all that. But just to be able to, to go and like do recreational things, you know what I'm saying? While I was out there, it was a no fly zone, so. You know, I was out there broke, sometimes hungry. You know, all off the strength of my own decisions, though. You know, nobody else to blame but me. But um, 
uh, while I was out there, while me and my boy Jasmine, while we was out there, we was kind of like, man, ready, so ready to go back home, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just ready to leave, man. We broke, ready to get out this. And then, you know, and now in the present, I look back at the videos, <laughs> the pictures that I took while I was out there. Like, man, it's really <laughs> a beautiful place. Like, it's really like I really should have, you know, enjoyed it more than right. I did. So, you know, that's crazy. What's that man, technique called? Like, what's that uh, called? I think it was it was a study. I had to, I had to, yeah, I had to look back into it in my my little positive psychology class. I think I don't know, man. I'd be learning so much stuff, but yeah, bro, just talking about just even yeah. that memory game, bro, versus when you know, you know, because you know, you see everybody, bro, everybody. Oh, I want to go back to such and such, but within that moment, like yeah. you wasn't as happy as you may, you know, it may seem that you are now. I don't know why that is though, cause I yeah. look at that Miami I'm like, bro, I had hell of fun. I mean, I did, but I ain't gonna lie, I was pissed and, so, and most like a little bit of time that I was there, it wasn't as glamorous and as I'm making it seem as in yeah. right now type shit. Right. And then, bro, you got to think about this too. Uh, when somebody asks you something and you try to force yourself to remember, you can create a false memory. Yeah, that's true. So, no, nah, so like, let's say if I if I broke a window as a kid, and I say, "Hey, Corey, you broke a, you broke a, you broke a window," right? You was like, "Oh," and you try so hard to think that you might actually just create a false image, you know, a false a false memory of you trying to figure out if you really broke a window. So if I broke a window and I was like, Corey, you broke a window before, bro? Like when you was a kid, you threw a rock and all this, and I'm giving you the imagery in the present moment and ask you, have you done it before? And you thinking about if you've done it, you might associate it with something else, trying to create that memory that you probably don't have just to, you know, just to create that, (laughs) the imagery of you breaking that window that you probably never did. (laughs) Shit crazy, man. Right. I think, yeah, that is crazy. But I, I ain't learned that one. I ain't learned that one in a psychology class. I learned that in my Make It Stick successful learning book. You just talk about all that stuff, bro. How like uh, oh, okay. the false, how false uh, implications towards uh, you. I think a, a woman had got a uh, robbed, but this is what happened, bro. So she was watching a TV show. So it was the last person that she seen that was in her memory. So it was the thing of when she's watching the TV, the dude was wearing a suit, tie, all of this. So when she described to the police what happened, that was the, from the last thing that she saw was the dude on TV. Mm-hmm. But the two guys knocked on her door. Okay. They beat her up, raped her and everything. But she didn't give a description of the two guys because it happened so fast. She went unconscious. So when she was conscious, her memory mm-hmm. started from the last thing she seen. And that was the guy. She get a description on TV. So that's why they do. So that's why when you get it, like even probably getting arrested and everything, everybody not going to have the exact same thing to say because all of our illusions are different. So it's going to come down to what similar stories kind of align to put that shit together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And I was gonna say, uh, like from you offering that example, that can sometimes have yeah. a disadvantage. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because she couldn't, they can't get who did her wrong because her brain wasn't able to, you know, draw back on the last, the re- the real last. Yeah, thing big dis- big disadvantage, bro. Even me and you might. It's crazy because me and you might remember practice differently. It could be the same play, same same play, same game, same time, and we tell it two different ways. Hey, that's why you got the, you know, your side, my side, and the truth. True, 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 man. Hey, man, it's probably uh. It's probably damn thirty two minutes in, man. This might be uh this this is a good first this is a good first introduction for the black hospitality, man. I feel like uh I agree, bro. And we're gonna come, you know, in the future episodes, we're gonna come a little bit more uh prepared for oh, yeah. our topics. So we can kinda stay on the same, you know. Oh yeah, hey, we are. Uh, I'm gonna I'm let you know, bro, how we could, on me, how we could do the, on me, we could relate the topics to like, I mean, not the top, but we can like, we relate the sequence of how we gonna do the podcast to the hospitality, bro. I'm, I'm, yeah, on me, I'm, I'm gonna hit yeah, you up with that true. one. But man, in the meantime, man, everybody go tell Corey, go get him a microphone, man, go get him a setup so we can be on this motherfucker, <laughs> be on this motherfucker going crazy. This podcast is going to go blow up about, what's March 9th? Give it to about two months, man. Yeah. Spend that good game on her being consistent, you know. Hey, man. Right on. I'm Prince Ahim. Yes, sir. And this is Black Hospitality, man. Make sure that you continue to be manifold. Continue to allow people to just have that greeting. Be a good person always. Stay true to yourself. Young kings in this mug, man. Check out. Peace.